And in this moment, I swear, we are infinite. Let's do this! Come on! Mounting! It's too damn hot for a penguin to be just walking around. Three, two, one, eagle! Are these two doctors? I'm afraid so. Cooper. Welcome, Wallace. We're back How for a quick Christmas special Ooh. for anyone that's uh, traveling on Christmas Day and needs something to listen to that isn't Fox FM because, frankly, it sucks. I'm not going to argue that. I have a question for you to start off with. Okay. Who is going to make the gravy on Christmas? Yes. This year it'll be probably be Bernie Cooper. Bernie Cooper. Rob Dog makes some good gravy too. That's good. I'm not surprised no. by that. He's a, he's a gravy man. I was a bit of gravy. So, plan for today, team, is we thought we'd get together, uh, we'd talk about COVID and the unprecedented year that has been. No, we're, no. Not, we're not allowed to say the word unprecedented or COVID again for the Ag- whole agreed. podcast. Or any variations of that. No. So, what we want to do is we want to have a quick chat about the lessons we've learned this year, about what we're grateful for in the present, and then talk a little bit about 2021 which is which is a strange thing to be saying it feels like it's it's come up quick but we figured we could use this chat as an opportunity for everyone who's listening to do the same to reflect to appreciate and to look forward a little bit thoughts love that well, i think question it's... for you okay who is going to make the gravy <laughs> thought i've already answered this question oh, we have we have sorry I'm on a loop i've had too much coffee um what lessons has 2020 taught you. What was your uh, biggest takeaway from 2020? I think this will tie into the next next part as well, which is the great grateful uh, grateful part. But it's just been a chance to slow down, right? It's been it's crazy to think that we are a day out from Christmas, and this year has just been so different. Um, we've been forced to slow down a little bit. We've been forced to take a step back and uh, evaluate how we do things and reflect on how we spend our time and who we spend it with. Uh, I think it's probably shone a light on what's important in our lives and maybe helped us to trim the fat, so to speak. Oh, go on then. Do elaborate. Um, To remove the things that, you know... (laughs) aren't important to us or things that don't serve us and load up on the things that do. What is the, has there been any practices or activities or any extra fat that you've noticed straight away and you say, I don't want to be doing that anymore. I don't want to be wasting my time on that or spending my time on that. It's been funny because I think during, during our lockdown and when we were like the gym was closed, we were, a little bit more insulated and spending time, a lot of time at home. We had the opportunity to build these practices or habits and then sort of build upon those. But then now as we've reopened, we've had to you know, shift back to the, the way that we were doing things. In, in different ways, yeah. We've had to try and fit in a eight months of social totally in, in a month. Yep. 
and I think everyone's feeling pretty cooked. Oh yeah, pretty pretty zapped, pretty <coughs> mentally fried. Hmm. So it's been a big year, and it's it's fascinating. I always find it fascinating to get to this time of the year, and everyone's like, "Yeah, it's been a big year. I'm hectic. It's been hectic. Mm. I'm really excited for next year." Like, it's just arbitrary days and dates and things like that. But yeah. in saying that, there's a collective, almost like a collective exhale when Christmas comes around, yeah. and when between that New Year's to Christmas period, where you have no idea what day it is or what's happening, and it's just kind of like, "Okay, this is a reset." Yeah. Like a collective reset? Oh, definitely. I think everyone is looking forward to just being able to say goodbye to this year a little bit and... Uh, Get in and train over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, over the next few weeks, as we, you know, shut down a little bit over Christmas and um, contract and sort of spend a lot of time with people that we care about and take some downtime from work and from the regular you know, getting back into things. Uh, it's a chance for us again to uh, I guess again, focus on what's important and focus on <clears throat> ourselves and then I don't like the idea of like a, a reset, I guess, in the new year because that's too close to the New Year's resolution <laughs> thing that we always fall into. Yeah. Uh, and it, it just because we are, you know, going into a new year after a really big one, doesn't mean we can't start can't start doing the things that we want to do now. Yeah, it does give you the opportunity to to close a chapter and start a new one. I guess it's definitely. I guess, like we said, it's an arbitrary date or day, mm. but it does hold a little bit of significance, especially if you know you've been working through in your flat chat or yeah, like we're obviously not closing for the Christmas break because we've been closed for so long this year. We're not, we don't feel like we need to or want to. Um, most people are still around, mm. most people still want to train, so we're, we're going to be leaning in. But it's certainly that, yeah, collective breath of oh, 2020 is over. Let's lean into 2021. Hopefully yep. it brings new things. Um, hopefully it's not more of the same. It might, may just be more of the same. But if the last nine months has taught us anything and to answer my own question I think for me it's it's shown people that whether show people whether what they're doing is what they want to be doing Mm. and whether the the job they're in or the relationship they're in or the way they're spending their life whether they're living up to their values and whether they're living up to the things that make them want to jump out of bed in the morning Um, I certainly as much as I appreciate the period where the gym was closed for all the extra things I got to do, spend time with Lucy and and hang out with KP and Taco and enjoy talking about how we want our business to be structured with you and Mitch and and Greg and and figuring out what we wanted our life to look like effectively. Jeez, I was happy to get back into the gym and just see people and Mm. just be around people. And we, you and I spoke about, let's just focus on day-to-day what we do for the rest of this year that we spent a lot of time over the last couple of years planning and projecting and looking forward but this year has given us an opportunity to look at today and to be where our feet are and to appreciate you know the 6am class this morning and then go and have coffee with a bunch of good people and getting some of Mr. Vidal's delicious Dutch donuts oh what they called delicious 
something starting with O. Yeah, carry on. I can't remember. Sorry, Jordy. <clears throat> Sorry, Mr. Vidal. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, totally. I think <clears throat> this, uh, it's allowed us to, you know, take a step back and evaluate how we do business at Virtus and what we want to f- focus our efforts on and our energy on yeah. and who we want to focus that energy on. Yes. Being specifically the people that are within our walls. Just come back to people. It's, it's definitely just come back to people and our community. You can say we're in the gym business or the coaching business, but ultimately we're in the people business. Mm. Our job is to make people or to help people feel like they can do and be more yeah. as individuals and as a collective. Like that's yeah. our job. Yeah, it's made us realise that the, where we need to focus on is just building the community and just getting getting people in that we want to that we want to serve and we want to hang out with, yep. and then focusing on them and making sure that they are getting what they come for and that yep. they're making progress in different areas of their life, whether it's their health and well being, whether it's you know career, whether it's habits or yeah. lifestyle i certainly don't like regret anything that we've spent our time on over the last few years because it's gotten to this point but there's been so much i look back now and there's so there's been so much superfluous talk and superfluous yeah. focus just on things that hmm. you think are important that aren't or you think have hmm. a heightened importance compared to other things hmm. but ultimately if we can show up smile create a space where people want to be and lean into then we have the capacity to continually innovate and continually lean into creating not only environment but a community that almost feeds itself with quality definitely and we've had it's been really interesting coming back to the gym being open after being closed for so long and you know we've had a bunch of our uh family members come back and who have supported us throughout the the lockdown period and come back and continue supporting us, which has been amazing. But we're getting so many new people come out and and want to become a part of our community yeah. um, for different for different reasons. But it has been wonderful to see so many people coming in here and you know le- leaning into uh, the things that are important to them. It's never been, I feel as though it's never been easier for us to, uh, for lack of a better term, promote what we do or to talk about what we do because we've had eight months of not being able to do it where we've been able to, it's almost like the conversation gets smaller and more refined because we understand at a deeper level the why behind it and the what and there isn't that all those extra filler words or conversation because we're really clear on what our values are on what we stand for on why we exist and and it's just that that balance of community with performance with education and being able to lean into all of those but almost you know i i say it kind of off the cuff sometimes but i know if the four of us decided to leave tomorrow for example everyone would be okay and everyone would be able to continue to level up together we're not going anywhere, guys. We might have tomorrow afternoon off, but we're not going anywhere, which would be today because we're probably going to release this on Christmas. But it's certainly, like, in terms of the gratitude piece, it's made me realise how grateful I am to have the circle of influence that we have around the people that come in here, but then also 
you know, all of those people that come in here are leaders in their own right and they can influence the people around them in their own right. And each of those circles obviously are very closely interrelated, but they get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then the impact we, we can make on one person travels further than we could do on our own. Definitely. The, the people in the gym are, like you said, they're leaders in their own right, whether they're a parent or they're a business owner or, you know, a teacher. They're all uh, taking responsibility for their for their health and well-being by coming in here and training in the gym. But then that translates to extra, like other pursuits in their life. Mm. Um, and yeah, I'm super grateful that we have such a, a, a community full of passionate, supportive people. It's been, it's been wonderful to see um, and just be a part of, part of it this year. Yeah, and just like the the lockdown, I guess fitness trends lent towards walking a lot and running a lot, and you know body weight training, which for a lot of people was potentially very different to what they've done in the past. And I think people realize. I would like to think people realize how simple fitness actually is. It's getting up at a good time, it's eating good food, it's hydrating, it's walking, getting your steps in, it's, you know, when things are tough, it's taking time to meditate, it's when things are going well, you're leaning to your training, it's being able to connect with people around you in different ways. Like this, the, the, gra- <laughs> the gratitude is just around being able to rock up to a place and, and know that people can travel more than 5Ks to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we can have a, a gym that's full of, buzzing energy of people that are here to one contribute to their own health and well-being but contribute to the collective you could call it collective health and well-being as well mm. um knowing that <clears throat> the days where we don't want to rock up there's you know 10 people waiting there to help get you up and about yeah and one came who will either be a pain in the ass or will be up and about <laughs> shout out to banksy we love banksy yeah uh, it's a, the accountability piece as well which has been so important over you know when we've been training at home and we don't feel like going out to the garage and yeah. you know um, we were jumping on Zoom for a while there which if I never said Zoom meeting again I will die happy <laughs> please never make me do it again it's painful but you know we did it for a while and it definitely I mean Zoom was such an important tool when we were uh, at home because I mean, we could still stay connected with one another yeah. so from that perspective I'm grateful for it but it doesn't it by no means replaces the face to face cuddles oh how good cuddles cuddles the I think the accountability piece like we saw it in, in different forms and we almost had like we had eight months of experiments mm. we got to have a crack with the like the Zoom sessions, which worked really well for a, for a chunk of time, but obviously had a finite lifespan. Um, Lucy and KP are just waving to us at the moment. Hello. Um, and like those Zoom sessions had a finite lifespan. And I think we we had a crack at them. They went really well for a period mm. of time, but then we identified when they weren't working anymore. Mm. And that was this year. It's identifying what things move the needle and what things don't. And then we shifted to the 
like we got to, got to open the gym for 10 days in the middle, which was brilliant because um, it reminded us how much we love what we do and how much most of our members love being here. But then there was the period of time where it was train heroic, lean in. Give, we gave everyone the space to do their own sessions or do what they felt they needed. Hmm. But then there was that motivation or accountability level or whatever word you want to use drop, dropped off and we lent into the games, which was six weeks of everyone just cracking in and it was awesome looking back now it was brilliant to see so much of our community leaning into things that were different and things that weren't necessarily because we all get into a habit of training the same way or doing the same things or you know we talk about attendance and consistency being the biggest driving factors of performance increases or, or any kind of improvement which is true but if we're not intentional with those, that consistency, it can end up just being you know much of the same week after week. Yeah. So the games challenge everyone to to mix that up, and then you know the last what have we been open for? Six weeks? Five weeks? Seven? Seven? Yeah. Um, the last seven weeks has just been around. Okay, well let's try and get back to not normal, but a, an intentional new existence that we can all be proud of we can all lean into and we can all share together i like that put that on a t-shirt <laughs> Wait, let me just take take some notes on that it's all right listen back to it tomorrow <laughs> on the way down the uh down the pain yeah it was just about it's just a, a system of accountability that we created and then people took ownership over uh and a yeah. big part of you know what we we're trying to teach our people was to take responsibility and ownership over their own mm. their own energy and where they directed that. It's a, it's a self leadership play, and it, mm. it's fascinating when you have those frameworks in place. How much easier it is to hold yourself accountable. Like we talk about the games as as an option as as a example, but another example was when we first opened back up, and for four weeks we had the the limit on how many people could come into VGT. And that limit was 10. So we had 10 people booked in every morning and then you know four or five on a wait list most mornings, which we hate having wait lists, but it was a fascinating experiment to see what that did to accountability because if you slept in and missed a session or if you got up at 10 to six and went, oh, I can't bother training this morning and canceled, you'd be letting someone else down. So we had three or four weeks of full classes, massive attendance, couple of people on a wait list which was bad luck but they got in later in the day but as soon as we took that limit away and we took that framework of accountability away you know we had classes of seven or eight and yes there's other factors in terms of people being busy with work and people being tired because of all the extra social commitments and things like that but it just shows shows us what that extra layer of accountability does um, and obviously we've in- introduced a new level of accountability to all our members uh, with our new accountability system which you know is we're working on how to execute it the best but how do you think it's going so far yeah well it was installed because when we assessed how we do things at Virtus we realized there was a gap between us setting goals at the start which was a very which is a very important part of our onboarding process and you know bringing people into the gym and understanding what they want and what steps they need to take to get there. There was no formal follow-up or process to check in on those 
results. So installing this this accountability and success uh, initiative, I guess, is a way for us to just make sure that people are getting what they come for. And I think having, I mean, some people really need that accountability, others don't. Yeah, and some people want it, some people don't as well. I think that's the goal setting. It's kind of the, what do you call it? It's a slightly caveat of goal setting is if you want to make a difference in your life, the people that want to make a difference in their life and want to level up usually do mm. because they they implement the steps or the the measures to, to continually mm. figure out what's working and what's not, improve it and just yep. level up and level up and level up. The loop. And the ones that don't are the ones that tend to, oh, I hate goal setting or I don't like leaning into that stuff. And you don't have to love goal setting. Like I'm someone that's for years and years of my life it was achieve a thing, move on to the next one, achieve a thing, move on to the next one. The last 12, 18 months, I've talked about on this podcast a lot, I haven't had that same desire to do more and I'm okay with that. But there's got to be that level of, well, I have a responsibility to you know, KP and Lucy and Banksy and Taco and you guys and our community to go, okay, well, how can we this be better? Mm. And it doesn't necessarily mean more, but it means refining it to change what we do or what we get out of it. Yeah, that's right. And that's potentially, you know, the, okay, well, 2021, KB asked me yesterday, uh, what are my goals 2021? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not like, I don't feel like there's a headspace to think about it at the moment, but I am looking forward to like, we're going to get together as a team in the middle of Jan and, um, and talk about where we're headed and where we want to go as individuals and where we want to go as a collective. Um, what do you think that process will look like as we, as you and, and us? we sit down and start looking to next year? Yeah, I think it's going to take a couple of weeks of figuring out, okay, what do we actually want to achieve on that day and, and what what headspace do we need to be in? Um, and I think a lot of my... I want to have an intentional... This is a really broad focus, but I want to have a really intentional, quali- high-quality year of just doing what we do, which is showing up, smiling, training people, helping them be better, creating a community where people want to lean in and or cultivating that. For us leading at the front, leading from the front, whether it be training or, or goal setting or leaning into the things that scare us a little bit. But just 12 months of doing verse, which sounds a little weird, yeah. a little simple, but you know, we've, like I said, the last couple of years, there's been a lot of superfluous stuff I feel as though the last 10 months has helped us boil down to what's really important to us. Mm. And if we can just lean into the community, the performance and the education for the next 12 months, I think we'll level up intentionally, but without the added pressures or, Mm. um, yeah, those added pressures that maybe I'd put on myself or put on ourselves over the last couple of years. Yeah, our focus at Virtus, I felt, and, and we've felt, has been sort of diffused over the last couple of years or two. Good and word. Thank you. Uh, I like your words, Sam. <laughs> I like words. Uh, but yeah, the, the last few months has allowed us to really focus on, you know, we're, we're a performance gym and we are here to coach people. Mm-hmm. And that's the role that we step into as we 
you know, as we go into next year, will be coaches. We, we want to bring people in and coach them toward whatever their goals are or whatever they're in pursuit of. And I think by focusing on that, it will allow us to, like you said, be leaders in what we're trying to do and really help the people who are coming in mm-hmm. you know, and the people in our broader community as well and will allow us to have the impact that we want to make. Um, yeah, and I think that's the impact. We talked about like owning what, or like personal responsibility and owning your thing and that impact starts with what you do and how you act and how you live and it's you know, doing what you said you would do and it's showing up but then it's making everyone around you better. Um, and I think that's something that we as coaches when we rock up to coach the you know Wednesday 6am class every week after week after week it's easy to fall out of the why am I here yep. question and you know I think next year for us it's and obviously the rest of this year and, and our job is just rem- reminding ourselves consistently of how important it is to be at our best to help everyone else along at that 6am class or the 9 10am class or the 8am class doesn't matter it's been easier to remind ourselves why we're doing this because we've had so much time off and we've we've missed it. Yeah. <clears throat> and what so, did Logan say to us? We had a call with one of our mentors earlier earlier last month and he just said, it doesn't get any worse than this for Virtus. <laughs> and I said, can I please hold you to that? We're on the up. But having closed our business for eight months effectively, we obviously were lucky enough to be able to coach people and, and move the needle in different ways. But to be able to close the business for eight months and come out of it and go, well, I feel as though we're in a stronger position, maybe not financially that we have been in the past, but a stronger position from a intention and from a value and from a, like, Virtus means excellence from an excellence perspective is all of our focus has been on, okay, well, this is what we do. This is how we do it. How can we improve that? That's been this year. That's been this year. Mm. And next year... Hopefully, we get we string some months together. Hopefully, everyone in the northern suburbs of Sydney stays in the northern suburbs of Sydney for a little bit. Shout out. Shout out to anyone, anyone in lockdown in northern suburbs. We're thinking of you because it's rough. Um, hopefully, we can string you know, a, a normal, I don't want to use that word, an intentional year mm. together of us doing good things. Um, yeah. The That's- pseudo... Uh, catch cry of Virtus over the last couple of months has turned has gone to good people doing good things and that's what we do that's that's who we are that's where what, what does that mean good well, people doing good things good it's it's people who are living a life that is aligned to their values uh, a life that is full of virtue that is full of integrity that is contributing to the person they want to become but also at the same time appreciating the person that they are so it's that that balance of being dissatisfied and and wanting more and that doesn't necessarily mean more things but it might mean you know more depth and more love and more kindness and more appreciation whilst also appreciating you know how far you've come we can stand halfway up the mountain and look up and go, oh, we got so far to go. Or we can turn around and look at the, the beautiful panoramic vista Ooh. below us and appreciate how far we've actually come. And I think 2020 has 
given us an opportunity to sit down take a breath and look at that journey that we've been on um, and appreciate it mm. and know that yeah we might still have a long way to go but you know we've got a, a brilliant group of people around us helping us get up this mountain it's metaphorical in this case but if you are climbing mountains cheers to you um, and you know every now and again hopefully next year there'll be more stops as we climb it to be able to appreciate it mm. uh, a book that I've been leaning into heavily this year is The Boy The Fox The Mole And The Horse mm. by Charlie Mackesy so if you haven't read it follow Charlie Mackesy on Instagram he's brilliant and read the book because it's also brilliant but it's just it's exactly what we need I think at this point in time and I've gifted it to lots of people and lots of people have loved it so Mm. thank you to my sister for putting it in front of me in the first place yeah it's beautiful and it just it almost teaches us that simplicity of being kind to ourselves and to others and you know by and and supporting others through tough times and uh the the importance of you know one step after the other and keep moving forward mm-hmm. and that we need to sometimes stop and take a breath and you know reset a little bit and be kind but then you know the thing that we is important is the next step yeah exactly, exactly. I, think, I think we can finish on that so, I love that so to everyone listening have a very merry Christmas have a very safe happy healthy new year eat drink and be merry (coughs) and do wonderful things and we will be open for business as usual Mm. apart from the main days and we look forward to doing good things with good people over the next 12 months and beyond cheers to you all thank you for sticking with us this year we uh, appreciate you all immensely and look forward to seeing you in 2021 There is one more thing, it's been emotional.